O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 22 My God, my God, look upon me. Why hast thou forsaken me, and art so far from my health? and from the words of my complaint. O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were holpen, they put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm and no man, a very scorn of men, and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, if he will have him. But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hanged yet upon my mother's breasts. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God, even from my mother's womb. O go not far from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also in the midst of my body is even like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, and thou bringest me into the dust of death. 
For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. They pierced my hands and my feet, I may tell all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succor, haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nation shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him. They shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come, and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 17th verse of the 16th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. Do not say, I am hidden from the Lord, and who from on high has me in mind? Among so many people I am unknown, for what am I in a boundless creation? Lo, heaven and the highest heaven, the abyss and the earth, tremble at his visitation. The very mountains and the foundations of the earth quiver and quake when he looks upon them. But no human mind can grasp this, and who can under comprehend his ways? Like a tempest that no one can see, so most of his works are concealed. Who is to announce his acts of justice? Or who can await them? For his decree is far off. Such are the thoughts of one devoid of understanding. A senseless and misguided person thinks foolishly. Listen to me, my child, and acquire knowledge, and pay close attention to my words. I will impart discipline precisely, and declare knowledge accurately. When the Lord created his works from the beginning, and in making them, determined their boundaries, he arranged his works in an eternal order, and their dominion for all generations. They neither hunger nor grow weary, and they do not abandon their tasks. They do not crowd one another, and they never disobey his word. Then the Lord looked upon the earth and filled it with his good things. With all kinds of living beings, he covered its surface, and into it they must return. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. 
for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, of whose only gift it cometh that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service, grant we beseech thee that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life, that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises, through the merits of Jesus Christ our, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. A couple of notes about our lessons today. We, uh, we start off in the Psalms with the poetry of Psalm 22, um, which is an iconic psalm of the suffering servant. Um, that's meant first, um, even though it's been um, well established as um, you know, as a Christological psalm because of Christ's own, uh, you know, sort of quoting of the psalm from the cross, particularly the first line. Um, in the worship tradition of Israel, it would have been this psalm that was meant to vocalize, give voice to the, the posture of the, the faithful Israelite um, as, as they look upon the kind of affliction that they endure for being faithful in the midst of a very unfaithful world. And so uh, as the you know, psalmist begins, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The emphasis there is kind of on me uh, and are so far, far from my health and the words of my complaint. This is, of course, going back to um, the, the Torah tradition that gives that they kind of gives meaning to it. Why are you so far from my health is a way is a way of, you know, sort of articulating that there seems to be a discrepancy between um, what is happening in this faithful, you know, worshipers life. Um, even though they are sort of devout and faithful to the covenant, they are nevertheless suffering um, in the midst of the world and, and are enduring affliction by those who care nothing for the law of God. So it kind of flies in the face of like Moses's great summary of the covenant in Deuteronomy 30, where you have him saying, you know, like we read in Ecclesiasticus last night, uh, I, the Lord has set life and death before you and faithfulness is the path unto life, the way unto the good. And unfaithfulness is the way to death or unto the bad. And so you have this person saying, well, I've walked the, the path of, that leads to health and life. Why am I experiencing all this, like, you know, degradation and, and affliction and suffering? And this is a common riddle in the world that, you know, even though the ways of the Lord are true and the Lord always keeps his promises, there is a kind of thorny, weedy mess um, that humanity has made of the world because of its continually choosing the evil and choosing and preferring death over life, it has sort of afflicted and inflicted a kind of wound upon the world and upon the, <clears throat> the social dynamics of humanity itself, such that um, the way things ought to be um, are very often not how we experience, the, experience them in the short term, but the wisdom tradition always teaches us that the long term, it, these things do play out. And so, um, we get in the voice of that psalmist, that really relatable question, like, why do, you know, why do people who choose bad things um, seem not to be, not to suffer from it? And the, the, and on the flip side of that, you get into the psychology uh, in Ecclesiasticus of the one who is doing unrighteously. 
and what they what the time and the sort of and the time and the thorniness of all these things um, working themselves out over a long generation, um, how they tend to see this and they see it as opportunistically, you know, they um, the Ecclesiasticus 16 gives us the perspective of someone saying, well, there's a lot of people in the world and God probably doesn't keep track of all of them at once. And so as long as you're not standing out too much, you're probably going to get away with doing whatever you want. And this is, the, of course, a foolish position because God looks over all and his eyes are always over every person. But the, the practical reality on the ground sometimes makes that a persuasive thing to think. Um, and so there's this um, there's this, this binary that we get between the psalm and the wisdom literature where we get this um, we get this idea that on the one hand, you have. Um, the faithful one who knows they stand in front of God all the time and, and they conform their life to act like it. And the unfaithful one who says, well, I'm just kind of vanishing into the crowd and getting away with whatever I want to do. And so then you have Jesus come along who is going to embody the, um, the posture of this ideal Israelite worshiper who's going to take upon himself that, that, you know, that great moral decision that we set up last night as he goes into his wilderness temptation and in every single way that Israel has historically failed, it's test to choose the good versus the evil of life over death. Jesus chooses life and the good over death every single time and all of these iconic temptations in the wilderness. And so when he enters back in, he enters in um, bearing the blessing of the faithful covenant Israelite um, and then it sort of like puts on his shoulders the destiny of his people who have repeatedly sort of abdicated their their vocation um, through constantly choosing uh, self-interest and choosing evil in the short term. So what we can expect to play out, though, of course, is that even though Jesus adopts this perspective, by the end of Matthew's gospel, as he hangs on the cross, he's going to utter the words of Psalm 22, because that is the that is the utterance of a faithful worshiper, the iconic utterance of a faithful worshiper in the midst of this. And yet, in preserving his innocence through that, which is ever the point of Psalm 22. We see the vindication of God always comes. The Bible's horizon for this is always not in the short term, but in, in the course of a generation that, that these things are constantly seen, they're constantly drawn out, and God always keeps his promise. And so wherever we are in this, whether we're the person who thinks they're getting away with doing something wrong, or whether we're the person that is seeking to faithfully serve God um, and is getting kind of beat up right now. There's a word for us here that God is, God's eyes are over each person and all of our actions are significant. And so we can never um, think we're, we're vanishing from his sight or that God has forgotten us and that's why we're suffering. God is present and, and is, is simultaneous and present in all moments and, and that includes the life of the person who is suffering righteously and the person who is prospering wickedly. And so we can never we can never forget that we stand before the vision of God in any of these. And if we're in this kind of wicked category, we need to repent immediately. And if we're in that suffering righteous category, we need to persevere because God will deliver us in time and will vindicate us um, if we'll just hang on and trust in him. Continuing with our intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, 
and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Heavenly Father, thou understandest all thy children. Through thy gift of faith, we bring our perplexities to the light of thy wisdom and receive the blessed encouragement of thy sympathy and a clearer knowledge of thy will. Glory be to thee for all thy gracious gifts. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight. Thanks to Aliyah, my co-leader. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Father Hayden. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank Great you. Great night. Bye-bye. <laughs>
sits at the junction of the Rhone and Seine rivers. Center reflects 2,000 years of history. So this is in a, is, let's see. Okay, all right. Mackinac City, Michigan, which is where they'll be going. Uh, the high was 67 and the low is 62. <laughs> it's going to be a little chilly there. Oh, let's see, what's the weather? Must be the warning. Oh boy, Niagara Falls. Yes, that's it. Trying to learn this from Sasha. Okay, but where do you, you fly into there? Or do you think you take a train from Paris? Or? Yeah, I think you're a train or plane, but probably a train. She flew to Paris, I think. I'm anxious to hear how they do it. It's a very old city. Got a lot of muscles in her. There's some more pictures of Leon. Very old, isn't it? Okay. About a 2,000 year history, it says. Yeah, that's good. Wow. They have so many beautiful cathedrals. And France has pretty well left its religion. This one. Well, that's a, that's also the that looks like the view from the nets from there. I'll go back and look at that. Okay. Yeah, look, bring that picture up and see if it's the same thing. I don't know, maybe not. No, it's not the same thing. That looks like, yeah. Yeah, let me see from the other ones though. Fountain, that fountain is beautiful. Old city, though, I bet you get into some of those buildings, though, Paul. We're talking old. Why don't you have their first Little League baseball game tomorrow? Bradley is the best on the team. <laughs> I, I said he's going to become. No surprise about Bradley being the fastest. I think he is going to be an athlete and a famous scientist, too. <laughs> the city is known for its historical and architectural landmarks and yeah. is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So it must have some really fantastic Leon, buildings. Yeah, that's why all these pictures are at Leon. was historically known as an important area for the production and weaving of silk, oh, and in modern times wow. has developed a reputation as a capital of gastronomy in France. <laughs> Yo's, Martha's Vineyard is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> the bus was in the bus. Thanks for bringing me to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> so Leon's Geography is dominated by the Rhone and Seine rivers, which converge to the south of the historic city 
center formed, forming a sort of peninsula. Um, two large hills, one to the west and one to the north of the historic city center, and a large plain which sprawls westward from the historic city center. Leon also spelled Leon with an S on the end. Capital of both the Rhone Department and the Auvergne Rhone Alpuisian, East Central France. East Central France, okay. East set on a hilly side. Central France, okay. Set on a hilly side at the confluence of the Rhone Center. It is the third largest city in France oh. after Paris and Marseille. Oh, so it's a big city. Wow. Now, Marseille's down on the Mediterranean. Yeah, it's the one that's kind of beaches. A, kind of a rough place. The only way, yeah, the only way I know that is from that series we watched. But I've read it is rough. That's a, uh, if you, we go in, they'll say that's an unsafe city to go to. Unsafe compared to what, ours? <laughs> Food is Leon famous for. Mm. So of course. We like salmon. Pate, pate, and quick. Rosette de Leon, saucine brioche. Brioche. Quenelle Leonet. Tabler de Sapier. Quenelle de Canel. I'm interested in the paste. Saint Marceline. Lyon cheaper than Paris. Oh. Much cheaper. Oh, really? How far is it to drive from Paris to Lyon? Okay. Distance. Does it look that far? It's four hours oh. and twenty-six minutes. Does it have by train? Otherwise, that's, that's by, by car. That's by train. I'm sure there's. Well, the high is a high-speed train. Ah. Two hours and get there. The high-speed train wow. in two hours. That would be nice. By plane. Oh, that would be even shorter. A really short flight, yeah. 244 miles. Just spend more time getting on, checking but... in, and taxiing and everything else. Five ways to travel by train: Paris to the moon. Okay. Cheapest way. Mm -hmm. Is bus takes <laughs> five hours and fifty minutes. Lots of stuff. Is there other trains? I mean, is there a non-bullet train that you could take, which I'm sure would be cheaper? Which is probably not paying such a. Nice. <laughs>
You should send that to Marianne. Nice. I don't know whether her relatives are maybe in Michigan they might be real democratic, real Democrats. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh. It's just, it's just in a nice. <laughs> where can I stay? Where are the Obamas and Oprah? Where? Why aren't they opening their hearts and their homes and? Letting them put encampments and tent cities and just make it hunky dory. I just wish one movie star would step up their plate and say, I have been saying I'm going to open my house. I'm going to give them food and clothing. I'm going to put up tents for them to live in. I'm going to do everything that I say. I believe it. <laughs> well, it's not going to be Oprah. It's not going to be the Obamas. It's not going to be James Taylor. It's not going to be that other horrible comedian, that girl, uh, who, oh, a lot of people live in his home. Oh, it's so exclusive. You can't really even get there. Okay. That's like that. I don't know who did that. Makes me laugh, laugh, laugh. Okay. Um, so dinner, it's, everybody fixes their own. I'll set the table and put the napkins in that. But I'm not going to. You want something that's going to be heated, you'll have to. I'll tell them I'm going to try one of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And you can microwave those things. Did you see them? You just pull them out and it tells you. I'm going to try one. And yeah. If I don't want I would it, pick. Then... The one that I think I'm going to like the best, just because that will set the tone they had. That tomato thing looked good. The um, There was a pot pie, but I think that was the one with curry, chicken curry. The shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. I thought you probably took that. I took it as shepherd's pie. I saw the curry, the curried shepherd's pie. But how much curry? But maybe all shepherd's pie has got curry in it for all I know. I love shepherd's I'm sure they curry in because they're going to put lots of spices and things because I'll be looking for But anyway, I'll fix it. No, try it. How do you know if you don't like it? Uh. So I can take my eye medicine and we'll pull out pucker on the recording. Yeah. He was great yesterday about this. And they keep paying. The press secretary is just pathetic. They asked her if the borders are secure, and she went on and on about the past. Oh, she's just, they can't let poor Trump go. Let him go. Why letting him go? I don't know. Thank you.